0: Welcome to Layer Cake. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Brummett, and this is your English Fluency Podcast. Layer Cake is sponsored by Parle Vacay English Immersion Weekends. Build your English fluency online and in person at our English Immersion Weekends in beautiful and relaxing destinations.
1: Relax. Layer up your English.
0: You can listen to Layer Cake on your favorite podcast app or go to slash layercake where you'll also find episode transcripts, more about our guests, and free lessons to help you learn the vocabulary and phrases in the content of our show. And with that out of the way, let's get started.
2: Welcome back to Layer Cake. The Layer Cake podcast and blog are the official podcast and blog of Parlay Vacay, English Immersion Weekends and Online Language Coaching. That's right, I said language coaching. Here at Parlay Vacay, you have an amazing team of language coaches who not only teach you your target language, but guide you and becoming a more fully bilingual speaker, using techniques, not often used in a typical classroom. Today, Dr. Angela Brumman, or, English Coach Angie, is going to introduce you to another language coach, who has been part of the VK team. Then on our website, at ParleyVacay.com, slash you will find a vocabulary lesson to go with this episode. But don't worry, at the end of this recording, we'll repeat that information for you. For now, just sit back, relax, and layer up your English. Enjoy. Hi, Deborah, and welcome.
1: Hi, Angela. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really excited to be here. I've been looking forward to meeting with you and having a discussion with you about being an English coach.
0: Okay, Deborah. first off, please answer the burning question. Why are you an English coach?
1: Uh, Well, I actually didn't plan to be an English coach. This wasn't something that I, you know, had in mind from when I was young. It's kind of happened by chance. Um, I started off working in secondary schools as a a supply teacher, and I've been doing that for quite some time. So I started to look for other things, and then I started to find, I, 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 I believe as well in asking the universe, you know, putting things out there and believing in the law of attraction and things like that. And at this stage in my journey, I was asking for help. I was asking for some sort of guidance. And I think at that point in my journey, that's when I met you, Angela. I was looking for how I could teach from home. Um, I'm a mother of four children, so I do need room for flexibility. My first student was five years old and she was from... Qatar. I'm a strong believer in things happening for a reason and also being guided, you know, by the universe. I believe that I've been guided here to where I am now.
0: Deborah, tell us if you would about your education and the areas of your expertise, which you've fused with your English coaching.
1: I've got a degree in business and management. I love business and I love the learning environment. I work with IT professionals, their presentation skills, IELTS preparation to build their confidence when they are speaking English in the workplace. Um, The IT industry is just so exciting. all the time. Imagine all the things I'm going to learn. I do one-to-one sessions and I wanted to do group sessions. Look at me, I'm doing it and I absolutely love it. I have a business idiom session that I run every three weeks and we basically have fun. We have an image. I get the attendees to guess what is happening and a lot of them say the wrong answers but the wrong answers are so enjoyable I give them clues and hints let's get down to business let's get back to the drawing board these are groups of phrases to help them communicate in a meeting to sound a lot more fluent yeah and I've got a lot of ideas as well working with you Angela has allowed me to try different things you know just having your support like I do my uh conversational topic questions. That's our group session where we get together and talk about controversial topics. You know, you can't just say yes or no. It's got to be yes and the reason why or it's got to be no actually and the reason why. So just so much to give um, with these uh, sort of topic questions. You know, we we take them, we take the sort of topics in so many different directions and uh, I believe that the students are really liking the content and the type of questions. Like our very first question was, "Can money make you happy?" That's not a yes or no. It's like, well, yes or this or that, or no, or you know. So, and you give you reasons why. Um, and it could be, you know, there could be, you could have an answer for both. Yes, it can because of X, Y, Z, or no because of you know, sort of X, Y, Z, so, and, and you know, I think that students really enjoy, um, you know, trying to find this new vocabulary. And there was a student the other day um, in one of the sessions and she was blowing me away with all the business idioms that, and all the different sort of phrasal verbs and things that she was using, all these different phrases. And I said, you know what, show off, use your English. This is the space to do it. If you know that vocabulary, use it. We appreciate it. You know, show off, do it here. This is the place to do it. And also as well, there was another student who um, he was trying to explain himself and he said he he doesn't use the vocabulary very much. So he was unsure of his pronunciation. And I I said, this is the place to make mistakes. Feel free. This is where you get the support. So we welcome all of that here. And I also like the bond that the students are having between themselves. There was a point where actually I wasn't talking. I thought to myself, should I interrupt this? You know, they've taken over my session. But it's really nice for them to have that bond and to speak to each other and call each other on a first name basis. And, you know, when they're expressing their view, they might refer to somebody in the session who has, you know, already said something, that might add something. So I really like it. And also the last session, they asked if they can use the same questions again because they said that they want to go deeper into the, you know, there's just so much to say. Exactly. They want to go deeper into these questions. So I thought oh, that that was a good sign. Um, so, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. So I've got inspiration for a few of my games from the radio. I'm kind of like a sponge where if I think it's useful, then I might use it for my students. And the radio hosts give the caller 15 seconds to say as many words as they can about the topic um, that they're going to say to them. And literally nobody can ever, ever get the get these answers to these questions. So he might say, you know, name six Countries beginning with B. And then, you know, it's 15 seconds, and they have to name six countries beginning with B. And usually people can only give one or two answers. They get really, really stuck. But I liked the idea of the game. I thought it was a lot of fun. I've used that in my Tuesday sessions where I'm giving students 60 seconds. We're not going to make this too easy. We're not going to make it too hard. So they have 60 seconds. And i want them to type in the chat box as many words as they can i also want it to be competitive right the first one i done was when you think of england what things come to mind 60 seconds write as many words as you can go so people were typing in the chat box and it was just so interesting to see people's perceptions of england english people (laughs) They were saying things like fish and chips, tea, (laughs) tea, the Queen, um, Buckingham Palace, London, football. You know, it was really, really interesting to see people's perceptions of England. And I thought it was really fun. A warm up to get everybody ready before the session starts. The last one, last session on Tuesday, it was a little bit more tricky. I thought, let's not make it too hard for them. So because it's the World Cup at the moment and everyone is talking about football, the question was 60 seconds to tell me a sport that has the word ball in it like football or handball for example but I didn't say that because I didn't want to give them the answers (laughs) so um so it was anything to do with ball um, and when they typed and typed and typed and so that was quite fun as well but I said that that was a little bit hard there was a student from Brazil and he says they only say volley they don't say volleyball yeah so he said it was a little bit difficult for him but I said it's all you know sort of all good fun I use different topics, use them to sort of start the sessions off um, and get people warmed up, really. I've got high energy, and sometimes I have to try and cont- contain my energy <laughs> on the sessions. Sometimes I'm a bit, woo, you know, with the students. But I think that this is what they, they like. I think they love my energy. And I think that this is what, you know, got me through. Through in life, really, people are drawn to me um, and this is why, you know, a lot of the time, nine times out of 10, I know if I'm going for an interview, I'm getting the job because, you know, I'm a sort of likable person. And obviously I'm a warm person. A lot of students have said this. I feel comfortable with you. I don't feel nervous when I'm speaking in English. Um, they they feel comfortable with me. And I think that, that that's quite nice um, because they sometimes they say they don't get that from everyone. And usually, I I say usually, but I am a genuine person. So what you see is what you get. And hopefully that comes across um, because obviously, you know, sort of working online, it's hard to to build up that rapport. But I think that I'm doing a good job. I see my students as friends. A student that I've been working with, we're on our second year now, and she's from Japan. And um, the past few lessons, she's she's been showing me Tokyo. She she's had me on her mobile phone and she's been out on the street, you know, sort of just walking. She took me shopping. I went to her local supermarket. I saw her shopping baskets. She took me, you know, in the sort of fridge, and I could see a lot of uh, a lot of English words as well. It, it, the shops, the buildings. They ride a lot of bikes. Um, so she and she she enjoyed showing me around and I could see the people you know carrying on their normal day and it was absolutely amazing and this is why I this is another reason as well why I love doing the job that I do because we're connecting with people in different countries and we're learning about different countries I mean I live in the UK I don't travel much you know it's hard to sometimes get around but I'm learning about other countries through through my students I think that we build up a sort of friendship as well. There's another student from Poland. We we laugh a lot in our lessons. And it's just, it's really, really nice. And it's lovely. It's nice to because we see each other every Tuesday. And it's nice to just have that regular contact. And we both look forward to the lessons. The article that we read was about um basically standing on your standing on one leg for 10 seconds is going to help you live longer. It was a lot more than that, but that was really interesting. So after the lesson, she took a photo of herself, yeah, standing on one leg for 10 seconds and sent it to me. And I done the same for her, both laughing and talking on WhatsApp afterwards. So I think, you know, in regards to students and having lessons, it's more like a friendship. It's more like a friendship and them having support as well outside of lessons, And just, you know, sort of enjoying English and laughing and having fun with it. And I think that improves the learning and things are more memorable if you can laugh about them and have fun with them rather than them being sort of like boring sort of grammar lessons that, you know, sort of just go over your head. If you can have a laugh and joke um, and fun with English, it's, it's a lot more rewarding Working with Angela has really given me a lot more confidence and a lot more opportunities as an English coach. I wanted to start it off with wanting to provide one-on-one coaching, but now I want to provide a service where it's not just coaching, where students get more. English on Your Feet is where I met Angela. And I thought, wow, this is, again, it's just so different from what, you see so working with Angela and working on Lingopala I've been able to you know put on my own events like topic Tuesdays a conversational sort of topic which I've mentioned a few times but students really really love that I host a business idiom session where we do learn phases business idioms and we have a lot of fun with them I like students to have fun we have fun and we have a laugh and I just think that's so important some lessons we just laugh so much and I just think it's just just so enjoyable also I am practicing or trying to improve my French so I host an event every three weeks called Double Talkers where we combine French and English in the same space now again this is something that's really different That Angela does. And um, I just think it's so beneficial. So it's four coaches. I'm the only English one, but these other coaches are also fluent in French. It's really, really, really good. And I think just to have that combination is fantastic. Even for myself as a host, the sessions are very valuable. I learn a lot and it's a space to ask questions to our expert coaches to maybe check the pronunciation and things like that. I just love being around these coaches and I love listening to the language and I love learning. We get a lot of good feedback from these sessions and people do really, really enjoy them. So I think us providing these events allows for the students to, you know, come to this event and come to that event. They're all so different. I think it ticks a lot of boxes in terms of the variety And you're always sort of building, meeting new people, expanding the team and um, doing more events. So I think that obviously it's just going to get better, isn't it? And it's just going to be even more rewarding for, for attendees. Deborah, what's next for you? I am always looking to do more things. I'd like to continue to do what I'm doing now, but offer more, do motivational talks, I think that would be really cool. I'd love to do a workshop offline. um, really to have fun, reach more students, help more students, make myself available to more students. That would be fantastic. I always say to my students to surround yourself with English, you know, absorb yourself in English, do as much, learn as much English as possible.
0: That's really good advice, Deborah. You're always so full of enthusiasm and encouragement. Thank you for this interview.
1: Thank you for having me, Angela. It's been fantastic. Um, I've really, really liked spending the time here and really just, you know, being able to express myself and hopefully the things that I've said have helped other people, but also as well, just to bring awareness, to let you guys know that these services are available. And if you are a non-native English speaker and you're looking to develop your English, you can always reach out. We'd love to start working with you.
2: Did you hear any new words or phrases? For every episode of Layer Cake, there's a free vocabulary lesson online. Just click on Layer Cake at parlayvk.com. That's Parlay spelled P-A. R-L-A-Y-V-A-C-A-Y dot com. Relax. Layer up your English. Thanks for listening.